This is a live presentation of the Thai Cats Audio Network. Are you ready? Thai Cats football is on the air. Touchdown, Tiger Cats! Caught it! It's a touchdown! Number 17, Luke Tasker, what a catch! Now the voice of the Tiger Cats. Here is RJ Broadhead with analyst Luke Tasker. Great to have you with us. It is already underway in Calgary. Jalen Philpott returned the ball to the Calgary 41, and then the first carry of the game goes to Kadeem Carey, and he gets uh, about eight yards. So Calgary is on their own 49 with a second and two. Jake Mayer keeps and dives ahead, and he's got enough for a first down. So the Stampeders right off the hop here, Luke, are getting close to midfield. They won the coin toss and elected to receive and starting to move the football. Yeah, you can't ask for much better than that for the Calgary offense. Great return out to their 41, 42-yard line and then nine yards on your first first down of the game. That is an impressive start. Always a challenge when there's a, a previous game. Never know the, the exact start time, so this one sneaked up but we are underway first possession fresh set of downs calgary from their 52 and out of the backfield getting carry jumped up could not make the catch it's incomplete cam kelly was running up to make that play and probably by all rights was going to have a tackle in the backfield maybe at the line of scrimmage but kadeem carry unable to hang on to the football fortunate fortunate uh lack of production there the tight offense sort of off to uh to uh being back on their heels here to start this game Kareem Carey was successful on his opening carry. He came in 51 yards away from 1,000 on the year, leads the league in rushing. It's a passing situation for the Stampeders. Second and 10 from their 52. It's picked off. Julian Hauser, he had dropped back in coverage, and he gets his second interception of the season on Calgary's first possession. The Hamilton defense comes up big. <laughs> Just like his first interception earlier this year in BC Place, you got big number 95, 15 yards downfield, and that is an athletic catch. He jumped up in the air, full extension, and picked it off. It's really, really interesting when this happens, RJ. We've got we've got a, a big body downfield, makes that interception. He's not supposed to be there. That surprises the quarterback to see that body type deep in coverage. Absolutely. Julian Hauser, what a start for the Hamilton defense. We're going to take a quick break. Tiger Cats in Calgary. They've got the ball in Calgary territory when we come back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Braylon Addison, he's got great hands. So does Julian Hauser, as we found out. Dropped back and made the interception right in front of Reggie Begleton. So that puts the Tiger Cats in possession of the football in Calgary territory. They are on the Calgary 42. It's a handoff to Wes Hills, and it's a good run, too. Heads off to his right and gets very close to the 35-yard line. Good start for Wes Hills. Really great start. Nice to see them go right back to West Hills after the most impressive run game in a very long time from a Hamilton running back. That was last week uh, against Saskatchewan. And you try once a game to get your offense a drive start across center line, and here you go, Dane Evans and your crew, first shot of the game, and you are up into Calgary territory, five yards on first down as well. Tiger Cats, white tops, black pants, they're going from right to left. 
Calgary won the toss, elected to receive there in red. Tops, white pants, Dane Evans, bank to pass. Looking right, throwing right, and Stephen Dunbar back in the lineup. Couldn't catch up to it, but there is a flag on that play. What do you think? You've got the good eye, Luke. Well, it's downfield. It's right in the pass interference area there. Stephen Dunbar. Pass interference. Calgary number two. Spot of the foul. Automatic. First down. Tom Valesi, the referee, and I think you're still 100% on your referee calls, Luke. Tom Valesi with enthusiasm there. I like that. <laughs> Moxie in, uh, uh, playing corner there. and Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you could call it... You could call it uh, you know, illegal contact or whatever. The ball was just about was just about in the air, but not quite. But all the same, Ticats well down into, the, into Calgary territory. Mike Daly and Courtney Stephen. That was one of the matchups they wanted to watch. Jonathan Moxie on Stephen Dunbar. That's Tiger Cats game day on the Ticats Audio Network. Wes Hills bowling over Calgary Stampeders to earn every yard he got. He's inside the 20, very close to the 15-yard line. Good solid runs, both first downs the Ticats have had. That's Wes Hills, and he got five yards each time, and they've just got a newfound production in their run game. They haven't had that for the rest of the season, and last week, Wes Hills ran the ball 25 times. Well, well more than one single player has ran the ball for the Ticats in years. To put that into perspective, the Tiger Cats had 24 pass attempts. So they ran more than they attempted passes. This is a second and six on the Calgary 17-yard line. Dane Evans back to pass, looking end zone. It's too high. Stephen Dunbar jumped up. He could not make the catch. It looked to me like Stephen Dunbar had won on that route. And he's back in the lineup after having missed a week. You can kind of tell they've already gotten him twice deep down the field. I think Dane let that one fly a little bit more than he would have liked. It was a little bit of a stutter double move and he really had it. Dunbar had won his route. Bit of a miss there to start. So the Tiger Cats trying to turn the Julian Hauser interception into points. Seth Small leads the CFL with a 90% field goal percentage. He's 27 for 30. He's only missed three times, and this is a little chip shot for him. Easy kick for Seth Small. He hits the field goal. He's now hit 10 consecutive field goals. And Seth Small off the Julian Hauser interception puts the Tiger Cats ahead. 3-0 early on in Calgary. You're listening to the Tiger Cats Audio Network. All right, yes, R.J. Brunn and Luke Tasker. The Tiger Cats at McMahon Stadium in Calgary. It's actually warmer. The temperature's warmer in Calgary than it is in Hamilton. A little windier in Calgary, and there's been some off and on rain. An update in the Montreal-Ottawa game. It is a final. Montreal won, so they beat the Red Blacks. That means those Tiger Cats fans who were holding out hope for a home playoff game, finishing second, can't do it now. Montreal will finish first or second. They still have an outside shot at uh, first place in the East Division, but the Tiger Cats will battle for that third spot. And a low kickoff, a bouncing kickoff. Uh, the wind is really blowing from left to right. So Michael Damagala, a low kick. Stamps returned it to the 45, but there is a flag, a late flag. Just like last, here's the call. Major foul, unnecessary roughness. Calgary number 91, 15-yard penalty, first down. Well, it's a break there for the Ticats, who have really had two pretty good 
kick returns against them already in this first quarter. Calgary having two uh, impressive returns there, and this 15-yard penalty takes them back into their own territory. They're gonna start on their 30 here. We saw a lot of aggressive aggressiveness in that Saskatchewan game at Tim Hortons Field. That's the first 15-yarder tonight, but you gotta hope that these teams can eliminate that as the, as the night progresses. Calgary goes back to the ground to Kadeem Carey in the number one defense against the rush. Comes up big, Malik Carney, who is one of the performers of the week after his three-sack effort against Saskatchewan was the first one on number 35's back. Calgary was really piecing together an impressive drive to start this game, ended by Julian Hauser's interception and return back into Calgary territory. A two and out here would be an impressive first quarter by this Hamilton defense if they can put a stop on this second and seven. They've got a chance. Calgary on their 33, needs seven yards for the first down. Mayer, a quick pass to his left. It is complete, and it is Jalen Philpot with the catch. Well, they went right back to their this real unique uh, zone blitz that they've got with Julian Hauser coming off of the line and deep into coverage. He, for the second time tonight, he's been sprinting back into that Ticat secondary, and this time, of course, not able to break up that pass, but keep an eye on what, what his activity in tonight and the different things he's called to do in this Ticat defense. He's almost reading. If it's not a handoff, he seems to be dropping back. Calgary up to their own 42. Fresh set of downs. Another handoff to Kadeem Carey, running to his right, trying to get the edge. And he's tripped up. Hauser was right on his heels. Richard Leonard was there as well, but he was tripped up. Might have been Siante Evans was the first to get a touch on Kadeem Carey's leg, but it is a first down for Calgary. One of the many things that Calgary is first in the league at is average yards on first down, and that's a lot of Kadeem Carey's responsibilities. Impressive job getting to the outside there. Calgary getting close to midfield, and now it's a handoff to Peyton Logan. He's a little smaller, but he's quick, and he's got another first down. So Calgary, with this great rushing game they have, is winning the running battle so far. The Stamps are able to get into Hamilton territory by rushing the football. Up to the Hamilton 42-yard line. Just over eight minutes to go in the opening quarter. Hamilton leads three to nothing. Jake Mayer at quarterback. Stan Peters are battling for second spot at a home playoff game in the West Division. Play action to Peyton Logan. It's a pass, and it is complete to Trey Odom's Dukes. That was nicely executed there. A little play action draw, and Jake Mayer keeps that and throws a really, really timely kind of delayed slant to his left right into that space in the under coverage. Jovan Santos knocks coming up on that run and that's that complimentary football between the run game and the pass game. And when it's so strong with Calgary in that run game, it, it softens that defensive secondary for the passing attempt. Autumn's Duke just his fifth reception, and there's another completion thrown off to the left, and it's Reggie Begleton. We knew he'd be heavily involved, and the Stampeders are making this look easy. They're inside the Hamilton 20 now. They do. They've got a great drive progressing here, and the Ticat defense, again, is a little bit back on their heels, but that, that back and forth with the run game and the pass game, mixing in the play action, you're just unpredictable. You know, you've, you've got so many tools to use, it's hard for a defense to key in on any strength. Ball between the hash marks on the Hamilton 18-yard line. 
And Calgary loads up the line of scrimmage and coming in is Tommy Stevens, the third string quarterback. Of course, Bo Levi Mitchell, the bank up and Stevens is able to do the quarterback keeper and get the first down. First down so far in this game, Calgary with six of them, Hamilton with one. Hamilton leads though, three to nothing, thanks to that first drive of the Stampeders when Julian Hauser got an interception. Seth Small hit the field goal, but Calgary now on the Hamilton 15, looking at some points here. Empty backfield for Marys, under pressure. Hauser gets a touch on him, it's another interception. The ball was lofted as Hauser hit Mare and Richard Leonard picked it off. How about this defense? Two drives for Calgary, two interceptions for the Tiger Cats. Unbelievable. I'll tell you what, at this pace, we're going to see some Bo Levi Mitchell tonight. You cannot start two drives out in the game and have interceptions on both of them. Really, and most of the blame on that, on both of those interceptions, comes right down to Jake Mayer. You know, and it can happen for all kinds of reasons, but those are quarterback interceptions right there. And they needed it bad, the Ticats defense. They were really, the Stampeders putting together an impressive drive. So the defense, uh, an interception by Hauser. Now Richard Leonard with the interception, and the Tiger Cats will take over, and they lead the football game three to nothing. We'll be right back on the Ticats Audio Network. Tiger Cats in Calgary taking on the Stampeders. They lead three to nothing. RJ Bryant with Luke Tasker, and this defense of the Tiger Cats a shutout in the second half against the Riders, and so far on Calgary's first two possessions, two interceptions. Julian Hauser is second of the season. Richard Leonard is second of the season. Hamilton has to start this drive on their own 14. It's play action to Wes Hills. Dane's under pressure almost at his own goal line and then tried to check it down to Wes Hills, but he couldn't come up with it. It was a low pass. It's incomplete. Well, you got to make something come offensively of that interception, which was just at an unbelievable time. I mean, Calgary was really looking like they were on the verge of, of, a, of an easy touchdown there. But you gotta, you gotta use that and try to flip the field here. And this second and 10 is a crucial play for Dane Evans and his offense, who have really not been able to string too much together. That first drive, they had a pass interference that brought them down into scoring territory. We'll see what they can do here. Second and 10, Tiger Cats on their own, 14. Dane Evans back to pass, pressure's coming, and he can't get away. Stan Peters are able to get to Dane Evans. Wow, Looked like that's not what Sean you're hoping Lemon for. was there, and he's had a big season. Yes, he has. Probably his 13th sack if they award it to him. Well, you can't rely on these interceptions. I mean, Calgary, uh, incredibly so, Calgary has the plus 20 turnover ratio. I mean, it's just phenomenal, an outstanding uh, uh, job they've done this year. And Ticats tonight have plus two on these guys. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the only thing that's that's holding it together right now for the Ticats. You've got to piece together some production on offense and defense. So the defense able to hold Calgary off the board, but this will be tough. Michael Damagala about four yards deep in his end zone, punting against the wind. Damagala, the snap from Gordon White is good, and Damagala's punt low, trying to cut it through the wind. Peyton Logan. Gets it at about his own 50, got down to the 45, uh, rather got it at the Hamilton 50 and got it down to the 45 or maybe the 44 
yard line. A 41-yard punt by Damagala into the wind. A five-yard return. Special teams doing great. While the defense is going to be back on the field, we'll see what this Tiger Cats defense can do. Calgary's got good starting field position. When we come back, it's 3-0 Tiger Cats. This is the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Always good to hear from the caretaker, and on Twitter, at Caretaker Bob, he tweeted out, Ticats team's coming together at the right time. Tonight's game, great subplots, winning will put our Tiger Cats back on track for the playoffs and a long streak of success in Calgary. The defense trying to come through again as Calgary has pretty good starting field position. Really nice run again on first down. Seven and yards. This is... This is the best run defense, but you've got two very key characters inside missing from this defense in Micah Johnson and Dylan Wynn, who are both out of the lineup tonight. And Calgary knows it, and they have they have teed off in this run game. Mo Diallo getting more of an opportunity. Ted Laurent looks like they're going to come after Jake Mayer. Put some pressure on him. Tough to do. Calgary's only allowed 13 sacks. Reggie Begleton couldn't come up with the ball. It was a little bit low, and great coverage by Kariel Brooks. Great coverage, and that's Julian Howes there who brought the pressure. They brought a man man coverage, one high, like a cover 10 blitz. Both the interceptions, RJ, Jake Mayer had a tie cat right, right in his face. He was getting contact, had no time to make his read. The Ticats have got to keep that pressure on in the pass game, and they're loading up the box as well, trying to get those guys ready to approach to, to make a play in the run game. It's going to be an up-close, up-close and personal defensive approach throughout the night. Calgary already 50 yards rushing. Hamilton gave up just 29 yards rushing last week. Calgary is challenging that there's pass interference on the play. We'll review the play. Okay, Tom Valesi, the referee, he chimes in to let you know what was happening. Dave Dickinson threw his red challenge flag and they think Kariel Brooks made an illegal stop here. So you can see they're, they're, they're playing this really, really tight man coverage. I like this, especially when you have a good pass rush, with the t which the Ticats do have. They are playing up tight and close. They're probably gonna end up giving this to him, RJ. And it's not, it, it, it's not, that bad to be honest with you but but whenever that ref sees jersey pull away from the shoulder pads which you can in this in this instance with Kariel Brooks in coverage they're generally going to give that to the offense really not sure if this ball was going to be completed without that right. honestly it was coming in you know Jake Mayer had to get rid of it and it was a little too soon for the timing of the route yep. on Begleton but but it seems to me like this one's going to go to the offense. Rene Paredes the field goal kicker for the Stampeders was already on the field then Dickinson threw his challenge flag. Tom Valesi the referee they will look at this. Will it be Calgary attempting a field goal or does this drive continue for the Stampeders. Like I said I, I, these last defensive plays that have been successful have been very aggressive. I think the Ticats have to keep that approach. Looks like Tom Valesi is ready with the call. After review, we have pass interference. Hamilton number 26. Spot of the foul. Automatic. First down. That keeps things going for the Stampeders. Kariel Brooks, you're right, Luke. That little tug on the number 84 jersey of Reggie Begleton was enough 
to award the pass interference. So that marches the ball down to the Hamilton 18. Hmm, haven't we been here before? <laughs> we'll see if this defense can come up big with a turnover. And what, what I was thinking is this is just on the flip side of the field. This is how Hamilton's drive was continued. A pass interference that took them deep down into Calgary's end. Now Calgary has their chance after the pass interference on Cariel Brooks. Jake Meyer hands off to Kareem Carey, and he spins and stays on his feet, and he's down very close to the 10-yard line. See, Richard Leonard came up from his halfback position and entered the box right in the middle over the ball, and he spied out this run very well. The problem is Kadeem Carey has an unbelievable ability. He spun out of that tackle, and it's going to be Leonard who gets credited for it, but he picked up a three extra yards after that contact. That you, you, you can't overstate how important that is for, your, for the continuation of each drive. Much more comfortable second down position. Now down to the Hamilton 13, second and five. Mayer under pressure. Bank pedals, throws to the end zone. Wide open touchdown for William Longley. Wow. I mean, the most impressive part of that Longley adjusts to this ball. He had a 10-yard out route. He wasn't in the end zone at the when his route reached completions, but it reached reached completion. But as Jake Meyer, Jake Mayer, excuse me, spins out of the pocket, Longley converts this upfield into a totally vacated area of the end zone in the in the defensive zone coverage. Just a really impressive connection there, quarterback to wide receiver. Longley probably wasn't high on the list of players to cover but that's what makes him dangerous and he gets the touchdown and the stampeders have their first lead of the game renee paredes steps up for the convert and just inside the left upright it is good so the stampeders take a 7-3 lead with a minute 58 to go in the opening quarter and boy i'll tell you what you got you're plus two in the turnover ratio, and you're down by four points. The Ticats have got to take a breath here and maintain ball control. Stampeders had an opportunity at more points. They've been in Hamilton territory, but some good defense by the Tiger Cats. Early on, Hauser with an interception, Leonard with an interception, but Calgary stays with it, and they get the touchdown there with the wind in this opening quarter. So the Tiger Cats are going to have the wind in the second quarter. The, the wind to me, RJ, it feels like it's worth, we, we saw the Ticats, of course, take that into their decision, you know, after the, after the, uh, the coin toss. It's not, a, it's not a crazy aggressive wind, but it's certainly having an impact. And they moved the ball very easily in this first quarter with the wind at their back. Boy, they've got just such an such an impressive uh, ground approach, and they can—they're just grinding away at this Ticat defense. You think about it; it's a little bit—it's a little unsettling to think if those two turnovers hadn't happened, this looks a little different right now. But the Ticats have a great opportunity on this drive here to go back and take the lead. For sure, Lawrence Woods takes the kickoff at his own 10. He gets to the 25, trying to run to his left, get to the outside, and he gets about to the 25-yard line. Looked like if he had been able to get around the outside on this near sideline, that he could have turned that into something huge. Really great tackle, Brad Muhammad there for the coverage team, Calgary Stampeders, and that's tough, you know, and, and again, the, the, the Stampeders drive starts, have had, they've had good returns, and then they had the punt return across the center line. 
Hamilton got lucky, not lucky, I don't want to say that. Julian Hauser had a great interception, but Hamilton offense was fortunate to be across the center line. Now this is a tough drive start. You got a lot of field to drive. Starting on their own 26, Dane Evans in the offense has to get rolling. It's a handoff to Wes Hills. He breaks through past the 30, up to the 35, and that is a terrific run for Wes Hills. He'll be very close to a first down. We'll see where they spot this. They're going to call it second and one. And quarterback keeper for that one yard Dane Evans it's good so it is a first down presented by active green and Ross the Tiger Cats keep it rolling well, that's great it's punch for punch with the run game right now West Hills coming off a very impressive game and I, I think I think you've got to expect Tommy Condell offensive coordinator for the Ticats to continue to give him opportunities West Hills that is let Dane Evans sort of find some rhythm in the passing game as the night progresses. Dane Evans hasn't completed a pass yet. 0 for 2. Wes Hills over 300 yards rushing this season. Here's a completed pass. It's to Tim White, the newly crowned 1,000-yard receiver, and he gets across the Hamilton 40-yard line. Nice. Tim White sneaking out of the backfield to the left of Dane Evans there into the flat. Great job of catching that and getting upfield. That that Calgary defense was closing quickly, but he gave, he was able to get the, all five of his yards there, just with that sudden movement upfield and a quick dodge of the tackle. So that'll be second and five for the Tiger Cats up to their own 41-yard line. Four receivers to the right of Dane Evans. Sean Thomas Erlington into the game. He'll break off to the left. Dane Evans passing. Throws to Stephen Dunbar Jr. and then Jonathan Moxie. Knocks it away. He couldn't make the catch. And it looks like that'll be the last play of the opening quarter. And the Tiger Cats offense heading off the field. They will be punting with the win to begin the second quarter. After one quarter of play in Calgary, the Stampeders lead the Tiger Cats 7-3. Second quarter is coming up on the Ticats Audio Network. All set for the second quarter underway at Maman Stadium. Michael Damagala with the win, and he's got a booming punt. That sends Peyton Logan back inside his 20. And look who's down there. It's Lawrence Woods who gets there and uh, minimizes that return. But I see a flag on the field, Luke. I love seeing Major Lawrence. Foul, unnecessary roughness. Calgary number 91. 15-yard penalty, first down. So that's against the Stampeders, and that'll march them back even more. Yeah, that's the second 15-yard penalty Calgary has taken tonight. That, that I can't, I can't tell you how costly that is. And they have to dig themselves off of their 10-yard line now, and it's now Hamilton's quarter to have the wind at their back, and you can see what a difference that makes with that punt there. Lawrence Woods, that's an that's an unbelievable service to your team to be the best punt returner in the league and to be running down and making tackles on special teams. It's just, that's an unbelievable tool that Craig Butler and his special teams units have. He's a defensive back by position, so he knows how to tackle, and he's so fast. Here's a handoff to Kadeem Carey. He spins, and he gets a few more yards, breaks out of the arms of Malik Carney, and Jovan Santos knocks. The third leading tackler in the league finally brings Carey down. It'll be about a yard, maybe half a yard short of the first down. Yeah, they are the best team on first down runs, best running team in general, and he and they are they are putting on a clinic tonight. Carey is is 
unbelievable efficiency and putting his team in second down, really easy second down positions. And this is a quarterback keeper. It's Tommy Stevens in again, and he easily got the first down, but Jovan Santos knocks. Made a bit of a statement and pushed him back to the line of scrimmage, but his forward momentum has enough for the Calgary first down. Really, you look at that first quarter, Calgary had eight first downs compared to Hamilton's two, and 101 net yards compared to Hamilton's 21. So those two interceptions were a big difference to keep the Tiger Cats close. Huge, and and, and we, were, we were talking about that at the end of the quarter, and I also don't want to overstate it. The defense worked hard. They, they made those plays, right? And Jake Mayer, Errant throws that the Ticats punished him for, but now they're they're again just that that just grind of this Calgary offense. They're they're just they're they're taking the game away in seven eight yard chunks, and that's that's hard. That that makes for an exhausted defense. It makes for a opponent's offense not being able to find any rhythm. That's very much so the way that this Calgary offense operates. Mayer throws to his right. It's complete to Jalen Philpont. And that's another eight-yard gain. So another solid production on first down for the Stampeders. Second and two from the Stampeders' own 30-yard line. They started this inside their 20. Handoff goes to Peyton Logan. He starts slow, picks up speed, runs to his left. And he will have enough for the first down to be very close to the Calgary 40-yard line. Kadeem Carey and Peyton Logan, that's an excellent one-two punch. A little bit of a different skill set there. I really like that run play design. All the receivers to the left side of Jake Mayer sort of waggled towards the line of scrimmage and drew that secondary out. And Peyton Logan, you know, kind of slips off of the left tackle there into that vacated space in the flat. Really impressive run and another first down lining up here. Up to their own 39-yard line, Jake Mayer making short work of moving this ball from the shadows of the Calgary end zone. And they're doing it on the ground. Peyton Logan breaks a couple of tackles, runs into the arms of Kariel Brooks, and then a flag flies. And it looks like Kariel Brooks is stating his case, but this could be a costly penalty for the Tiger Cats. Yeah, I'm not sure what this is gonna be. Major foul, unnecessary roughness. Hamilton number 26, 15 yard penalty. First down. You know, and that was kind of the ugliest run we've seen from Calgary, and it was still a six-yard gain. And, and, you know, call that 20, call that, you know, 21 yards after yep. that penalty. But but that six-yard gain, it was just a, it was a kind of a struggling six yards, and that's amazing. If your worst run is is a six-yard gain, I, I disagree with the call. I, I don't I don't know how you can flag a guy for just tackling tackling the runner in his arms, but onward. In the official's mind, a tackle with a little too much gusto. Into the Hamilton 50-yard line, Mayer throws to his right. It's Philpott again, and Richard Leonard with an aggressive tackle. And this will be close to another first down. Calgary really getting great production on first down. Yeah, really nice comeback there off to Jake Mayer's right. They're going to put out their short yardage crew again, and they are getting a workout on their short yardage uh, in the, already in the second quarter. I think we've seen three or four. Tommy Stevens has been out there with three rushes for nine yards. And Tommy Stevens, his fourth rush already, and he delays, lets the offensive line create some space, takes a couple of steps to his right, and easily gets the first down. Calgary inside the Hamilton 40 now, and they started this in the depths of their own zone. 
That's right. I mean, not a single negative play, and they get the 15-yarder. Honestly, RJ, I don't think they've had a gain of less than six on this drive. They're really, really plugging away at this, and you can see what's there is there is some some production missing from that front four of the rush for the Ticats. Calgary with 12 first downs. Hamilton has only two. Mayor play action. A pass, and Phil Bott can't make the catch. That's Jamal Roll. First time he's been tested, and he throws a big hit. The ball goes incomplete. That was an excellent tackle, excellent pass breakup. That was man coverage. They're running a lot of man coverage. They can add that those extra low zone players into the box to prevent these, to work against this run. But that's Jamal Roll, man coverage coming down, and hand on the ball and body on body with a big collision. You cannot play it better. First time, Hamilton has a big stop on first down, so it's second and 10. Calgary's on the Hamilton 38. They're going from right to left. That's into the wind at McMahon Stadium. Mayer, pump fake, and they get to him. Malik Carney, the sack, his fourth in the last two games and takes the Tiger Cats lead in that category. Just the 14th sack the Stampeders have allowed all season. And does this push them out of field goal range? Yeah, it really does. And they're working against the wind here. This would be a really impressive field goal range. Just an un a beautiful spin move. Malik Carney puts on there inside of their of their right tackle for Calgary. Those yards lost, RJ, you're so right. That's a huge field position. That's a timely big play for the Ticat defense. Two interceptions and that sack by Malik Carney and they very nearly blocked that punt. Might have got a piece of it. It's end over end, and it will bounce out of bounds. It, it flew out of bounds, actually. They're going to get flagged for that. So the flags fly. We will sort that out when we come back. 9.43 to go in the half. The Hamilton defense has come to play in Calgary. It's the Stampeders leading 7-3. We'll be back on the Ticats Audio Network. In Calgary, R.J. Bryant and Luke Tasker with you and saw a replay. You've got the good eyes, Luke. That ball was punted out of bounds by about two inches. So <laughs> it will put the Tiger Cats up on their own 28-yard line to begin this drive. And this offense has to get going. Dane Evans, one for four. Empty backfield, he's gonna be passing, and he gets it to Sean Thomas Erlington. A quick jump step by STE, and he'll be across the 30, close to the 35-yard line. Yeah, pretty decent setup there. They, they had the screen to the left and the right. Dane Evans can choose his, his sort of uh, matchup as he sees fit there. Brandon Revenberg playing his 100th CFL game tonight. Yes. Great, uh, fantastic tie cat, and he was out there to the left, leading that blocking in the screen for the five-yard game. Just under nine minutes to go in the half. Calgary leads seven to three. This is a second and five for the Tiger Cats from their own 33. The waggle. Hamilton receivers got to the line. Dane Evans called them back. It's a handoff to Wes Hills, and he is working as hard as he can. Needed to get to the 38-yard line, and it appears he's going to be short. Wes Hills was nearly unstoppable against Saskatchewan last week. And this will be a decision for Coach O, and it looks like it's a quick decision as the punt team comes on the field. Just a little too far to go for it. So Michael Damagala standing on his own 22-yard line. 
Clock is running, 8.09 remaining in the half. Close game, 7-3, Stampeders lead. Tiger Cats trying to win for the first time on the road. This victory would go a long way in helping the Tiger Cats get into the playoffs. Low snap, Damagala able to pick it off and get the kick away. It's not a great kick. It bounces a couple of times. Peyton Logan picks it up inside his 30. Gets to the 35 and diving in for a great special teams tackle is Felix Scarron Gauthier. There's 7.45 to go in the half. Calgary's offense is going back on the field with a 7-3 lead. This is the Ticats Audio Network. Thank you, Felix. Great special teams tackle by Felix Garon Gauthier. And that will put the Stampeders on their own 36-yard line to begin this drive. The Hamilton defense, really the story. Two interceptions. Calgary was able to get a touchdown, but then a big sack by Malik Carney, and that pushed Calgary at a field goal range. So the defense on three of the four drives has come up big. Jake Mayer steps back, throws to his right, long throw, and it's complete to Sean Bain. Again, no Malik Henry or Kamar Jordan, but the Stampeders are getting production out of their receivers. They are. Nice, easy read for Jake Mayer to his right there. He, they, they keep a loaded box there, give, the, give him time. They add the protection, have a max protection in there. It's just a nice little out route comeback there to the right on the Ticat sidelines. Jake Mayer has completed seven passes to five different receivers. Second and two for the Stampeders from their own 44 on the far hash mark. It's a handoff to Kadeem Carey and Jovan Santos knocks. He jumped into the backfield and limits the gain by Kadeem Carey, who seemed unstoppable early on. And the Tiger Cats are saying he's short of the first down. They're going to measure. There's also a, a, a Stampeder down on the field, but this is a really interesting matchup here. It's, this is not your standard CFL football game. That was an eight-man box by the Ticat defense. They know they're running. They know they're going to give the ball to Kadeem Carey, and you just have to stop it. And on the other side, the Stampeders are out there with, with three receiver sets. They've got big bodies in the game. This is sort of old-fashioned, if you will, football, pounding it up the middle, and that's, that's, that's the strength of the Stampeders, and they've done a great job with it. That was really probably one of the least yards gained on a run play so far yes. by, by the Stampeders. I mean, they are really taking off big chunks in the run game. That one right there, flirting with this first down, was the best uh, stop defensive effort against the run tonight. Jovan Santos Knox getting the tackle. Yeah, they needed it at that time to stop Calgary from getting the first down. The injured Stampeder is William Longley, the only player with a touchdown in this game. So it's a third and one. Calgary's been in these short yardage situations a few times. We've seen Tommy Stevens come in in the short yardage. Here he is for the fifth time. And he's good at these short yardage situations. Dives ahead, and he needed to get to the 46-yard line. Looks like he got up to the 48. So it's enough for a first down for the Stamps. We'll see, and really Dane Evans has not had a great opportunity to, to establish rhythm, certainly not in the passing game. We've seen Wes Hills get a few attempts here, and and he's only two of five right now for 10 yards. You know, you're gonna, you've got to hope that he's going to have an opportunity to open things up a little bit. But the Stampeders are doing a great job controlling this game. 
Stampeders have 13 first downs. Five of them have been by third-string quarterback Tommy Stevens on those short yardage. And they go back to the ground. This time it's to Peyton Logan. Runs to his left and gets decent production, but there is a flag. This is coming back on a holding on against Calgary. For all the things Calgary has done well, this is they've they've had their fair share of penalties so far in this game. Referee Tom Blessing. Hands to the face. Calgary number 61. 10-yard penalty will repeat first down. 6-10 to go in the half. Stan Peters lead 7-3. And that'll push the Stamps back to their own 38-yard line. Jovan Santos Knox having another big game. Three tackles. First and 20 for the Stampeders. The defense of the Tiger Cats has been a big story in this opening half. Pass complete to Reggie Begleton. That's another tackle for Jovan Santos Knox. That will get the Stamps uh, about those 10 yards that they just took on the penalty. And that's literally exactly what the goal is. When you're in a first and long situation, you are want you want to get half, and then you have the rest of that to get on second down. They got 11 of their 20 right there. That penalty that pushed them back was their fifth for 60 yards tonight. That's not great. They're where, where we're you know just over halfway through the second quarter here. Calgary's hurt hurt themselves repeatedly with the penalties. Second and eight. Stampeders up to their own 50. Looked like the Tiger Cats were gonna try to get after Jake Mayer, and they might have jumped. They might have been offside. Julian Hauser battles through the stiff arm of Begledon, forces him out of bounds, but there is a flag. There's two infractions here. One, first one, somebody jumped on the line of scrimmage, and I think you have a holding on Calgary later in the play. And what about Hauser? Did Begledon grab hold of his face mask? So a little sorting out for the officials in Calgary. And they gain, they penalties aside, the first down was gained. I mean, Calgary's overcome this first and, and 20, but we'll see how it shakes down after these penalties. Again, I mean, they are really, I'm just really impressed with the Calgary offense. And you, you, you know, you, you think that they, and you see all the strength in their run game, but they've been able to open it up with some really nice, you know, intermediate level passing. That that sort of seven to 15 yard passes that we've, we've seen a number of them through the second quarter. And that combination of running and sort of that mid-level passing game has, has really allowed them to stay on the field. It's been a while since Dane Evans and his offenses have, have had a chance at this. Here's the call from referee Tom Valesi. So Valesi. two penalties on the play. We have offside, Hamilton. That penalty be declined. We have a major foul, face mask, Calgary number 84, after the first down was gained. We'll go back 15 yards from the 51-yard line, and it'll be first and 10. Still, Calgary continuing. That's their sixth, and now they're at 75 yards with uh, for for penalties on the night. I mean, that's you know they're they're really kind of hurting what is a what is a great offensive effort. Otherwise, you know that's an interesting call. It was Julian Hauser was the tackler, and it was a stiff arm. And I remember it having a penalty called on me this exact same way, where you're stiff arming somebody, and your fingers get caught in their face mask, and you're yeah. you know I I don't know I. I to me, I feel like the ball carrier has a little bit more of a right to, to that, to that oh, aggressive oh, stiff arm. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you don't that like that. That is spoken like a real receiver <laughs> right there. Receivers will be doing that all the, the whole, time. The whole, wow, look at this player. Yeah, pitch to Reggie Begleton at full speed. 
cutting off to his left, trying to get around the outside. Richard Leonard was able to track him down. It's going to be close to a first down, though. Well, you think what else you need in the run game with Kadeem Carey and Peyton Logan doing their thing, <laughs> but why not get the receivers a chance, yeah. too, for a 10-yard, a 9-yard pop on, on a first down there? Pretty even distribution by the Stampeders. 98 yards rushing. We're still in the first half. 95 yards passing. And a short yardage. Tommy Stevens on again. And this time it's close. That one was close. That's the first one that's really been Yeah, he's questionable. usually getting two yards. So needed to get to the Calgary 54. So very close to midfield. And they're not even going to measure. It's enough for the first down right at the Calgary 54, right near midfield. 3.42 to go in the opening half. The clock is running. Calgary leads the football game 7-3. The defenses have been strong. Not much scoring. Stampeders, they're battling for a home playoff game. They want to finish ahead of BC, who has the tiebreaker between them. They come into this week tied for second spot in the West Division. Tiger Cats are trying to get that third spot in the East now. Pressure coming on Mayer. He dumps it off to Bagleton, who's open again. Simone Lawrence in on that tackle. There's a flag back at midfield. Carroll Brooks pointing back at Calgary. I don't know if this will be their eighth, infra eighth infraction. It was late in the play. There you go, holding on Calgary. Wow, so, I mean, they're really... Holding. Calgary number 85. 10-yard penalty will repeat first down. So... Hamilton drops into a zone coverage there, and they've got that. They've got their their defense players spread across those those low zones. But Jake Mayer is able to just buy time and patiently drift to the left in the pocket. And as the problem with zone coverage is that those defenders' eyes are back on the quarterback, and if there's too much time, they lose they lose touch with where those receivers are. That was a perfect example there of just too much time for the quarterback to just pick it apart and find an open spot. Pushes Calgary back to their own 44. Hand off to Peyton Logan. Goes up the middle. Tries to spin away from Jovan Santos Knox. He had a hold of him. And Simone Lawrence comes in to bring down the Calgary running back. So still a lot of work to do on second down for the Stamps. Yeah, good, good production there again. One of their, one of their most challenging second down positions here at second and five. They have they have had a lot of favorable second down field positions. So two minutes and 50 seconds to go in the half. We're at the three minute warning. Calgary leads seven to three. The end of the first half is straight ahead on the Ticats Audio Network. Jovan Santos Knox, he's been in the middle of things up to five tackles. It's a second and 15 for the Stampeders with 240 remaining and the Stamps are pointing at the Tiger Cats. Flags are flying, and it appears a penalty's coming up to the Tiger Cats. There have been, there's been more penalties on this drive than, than surely we've seen yeah. in the season. I mean, they, they've, been, they've been between the same 20 yards <laughs> yeah. on the field. Offside, Hamilton number 48. Five-yard penalty. Repeat second down. Now you got a second and very, very... 
Excuse me. They were backed up from the penalty. So now yeah. it's second and ten. <laughs> and number 48 is Cedric Wilcotts the second, whom the Tiger Cats just acquired a couple of weeks ago from Winnipeg for Alden Darby. So it is second and ten, as Luke mentioned. Calgary at their own 54, right near midfield. Jake Mayer throws to his right. It's another interception. It's Richard Leonard again. He's down to the Calgary 40, the 30. Now the 20. Richard Leonard, the 5. He scores. It's a defensive touchdown. This Tiger Cats defense is ruling the day in Calgary. The third turnover of the first half, third interception for Jake Mayer. That is the only thing. That, that they're not doing well right now and they are killing themselves. What a play by Richard Leonard. It was cover zero and RJ, I was waiting for it. You've got, I was, th they got to put pressure on this, on this offensive line that's done an unbelievable job of protecting and pushing that run game down. And now they got this aggressive, aggressive cover zero and Richard Leonard comes up, perfect timing and perfect job on the return too, staying in bounds and returning it all the way back for a touchdown. Richard Leonard, a 64-yard interception for a touchdown. The pick six was driven by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. How about Richard Leonard? What a first half. Six tackles, two interceptions, wow. a touchdown. And the Tiger Cats offense has managed 29 net yards in this first half, yet the Tiger Cats have the lead. It's 10-7 for Hamilton with 2.28 to go in the opening half. This defense, these last couple of games, Luke, has been unbelievable for the Tiger Cats. It's interesting because they're really, you know, they're, they're struggling against the run game, which they've really been great at all season, but they're coming up with these unbelievable plays as the drives get into their own territory. Still lots of time to go in the opening half. 228, we'll take another break. Tiger Cats lead 10-7. We'll be right back on the Ticats Audio Network. Lots of listeners, lots emailing in. Great to have you listening. And the Tiger Cats are leading in Calgary. Cindy emailed in. She's listening to the Ticats All Access app in Stony Creek. Brandon in London. Mike in Ottawa. Thanks for emailing in. And Angelo. Uh-oh, Luke, you're in trouble here. Angelo oh, no. says, Luke, why do you never ask his question on the Coach O Show? <laughs> Angelo, you're going to have to tune in this coming week. I think we're going to see what we can find out the old emails and by the way Angelo a lot of folks are e emailing in so oh, so there's a lot of competition <laughs> there is there uh -huh. is but uh, no tune in this week Angelo we'll see what we'll see what we can do coach O show it's been great coach gives great uh, and meaningful in-depth uh, insights on the season and we ask a fan question every week game day at ticats.ca you can send your fan questions in well it's great to listen to two very knowledgeable football minds with Luke and coach O on the ticats audio network and a big kickoff with the win by Michael Damagala into the end zone and Peyton Logan takes a knee. So Michael Damagala pads the stats. That adds another point for the Tiger Cats. It's now 11 to seven. That was a big kickoff. It's huge kickoff and I get that wind is actually maybe more meaningful than when this game started and it's and that was a, a boom there and kind of a kind of a great point to have. I mean, to, mm -hmm. to, to take that out of the field goal, um, you know, range and put put this to a four point game. That's that's a not a meaningless uh, single there. Just uh, unbelievable. That last drive for Calgary took five minutes and seventeen seconds. 
into Hamilton territory, then back for a penalty. In and out with the penalty to end with the Richard Leonard interception for a touchdown. Just really strange how this game is progressing. And again, the Ticats offense is not on the field. Richard Leonard up to three interceptions on the season. Jake Mayer completes it to Reggie Begleton, but he is in a maze of Julian Hauser, Richard Leonard, and Jovan Santos Knox. Still some work to do for Calgary, one of their least productive first downs. They only got halfway there. They're on their own 45, you know, getting into that midfield territory, and I gotta think Mark Washington's got a cover zero dialed up in his pocket here pretty soon again. Jake Mayer, you gotta be wondering where he is mentally right now. Three interceptions on 38 pass attempts. There's a pass attempt to Luther Hakabananu, and it is enough to get the first down with two minutes to go. Tiger Cats lead 11 to seven. Jake Mayer scrambling, dumps it off to Kadeem Carey, and there's Mo Diallo to drag Carey down. Cam Kelly there to help out, too. Again, I'm impressed with Carey's ability to fall forward and get a few extra yards. It looked like that was maybe going to get stopped pretty close to the line of scrimmage, but somehow they're in second and five. You know, he just kind of finds his way, uh, you know, falling forward and, and just getting a little more than you expect. Right at midfield, a second and five here. Jake Mayer wants to pass, and he throws, and it is complete to Jalen Philpott. Brought down by Siante Evans, but it is a first down for Calgary. Still tons of time, minute 34, and they're in Hamilton territory going against the wind. That was a very impressive throw and catch. Kind of a really uh, really low-flying, hard pass. Not a ton of room there by Philpott, but he secures the ball. And that now you are, you gotta be thinking pretty close to field goal range. This would be a 46 and a half yard field goal, but you're into the wind, so you're kind of flirting with it here. On the Hamilton 39, fresh set of downs, empty backfield for Mayer. He's under pressure, throws, and he had to get rid of it. It's incomplete, and it was Cam Kelly closing the gap on Mayer, and he just got rid of that football. Yeah, that was another blitz there by the Ticat defense. I think they've had their most success tonight bringing pressure like that. Certainly, it's had an effect on the passing game. Every single interception of the three that Jake Mayer has thrown that's been a blitz pressure in his face. Of course, you do risk, of course, that in that run game, if Kadeem Carey breaks through that blitz, there's not much left back there. So it is a balance, but they have had success bringing pressure. Big second and 10 here from the Hamilton 39. Mayer back to pass, and he throws to his right. It's Peyton Logan, Cam Kelly tracks him down, and he will be short of the first down. So there's a minute six on the clock, and Rene Paredes is on the field for the Stampeders, kicking into the wind. So the ball is on the Hamilton 36. Yeah, 43-yard field goal. This is going to be the 10th all-time score in CFL history, Rene Paredes. And 43-yard field goal attempt into the win. Tiger Cats lead by four. This would cut the lead to one. Paredes kick. It is up. It is good. 
So Rene Paredes into the win, no problem, 43 yards. And this game continues to be close. 11-10, Tiger Cats lead with 42 seconds to go in the half. We'll see, you know, there's not so much time left here, but Dane Evans and his offense, they haven't been on the field in a very long time. Can they, are they gonna be able to drive down what you're probably gonna need 20, 30 yards here to get into a reasonable field goal distance. But I can't tell you how meaningful that would be for this offense and this team to be able to put that together and get drives before, get points before this half ends. Dane Evans, two for five, 10 yards in this opening half. And a diving catch by Tim White, who's a low pass. He got up and kept running. He was originally down, but it is enough for a first down for Tim White, another completion for Dane Evans. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. Well, they almost did it in just that play, RJ. They're very close to field goal range as it is. 33 seconds to go. Hand off to Wes Hills. He goes straight up the middle, breaks a couple of tackles, lowers his shoulder and got a few more yards. Wes Hills wow. should be close to another first down and it is another first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. That extra shoulder at the end, able to get the first down for the Tiger Cats. So up to the Calgary 39. 21 seconds to go. The clock is running. Dane Evans calling the play, calling an audible. Loud at McMahon Stadium. Dane Evans will drop back to pass. Looking left, throws over the middle. It's nearly picked off. Brad Muhammad went up and he had the best crack at that football and could not make the interception. So it's incomplete and that's good news for the Tiger Cats. Tim White was running downfield and what looked to me like he had leverage to his corner route, but he was not the read and that ball was very close. By all rights should be in Calgary's possession right now. Seth Small lining up. Seth Small has hit his last 10 in a row. He does have the wind at his back. This is a 46-yard field goal attempt. There's eight seconds to go in the opening half. And the whistles go, and a timeout is called by Dave timeout, Dickinson. Calgary. Trying to get to the rookie 22-year-old Seth Small, who has the best field goal percentage in the CFL this season. Came in at 90%. He's already hit one tonight. This will be a 46-yard attempt. Seth Small looks unfazed. Jogged over to the sideline. Now he's back, ready to go. Matt Schultz is the holder. Gordon White is the long snapper. 46-yard attempt with the win coming up for Seth Small. White snap high, no problem. Schultz brings it down, and Seth Small hits the field goal from 46 yards. And Seth Small enjoying a nice streak. He's now hit 11 in a row, and that puts the Tiger Cats back up by four. It's 14 to 10. And there's still four seconds to go in this opening half. Yeah, that was a kick on second down there. I, part of me was surprised that they didn't, you know, uh, grab a few extra yards there, take the clock closer to the end of the half. 
still secured the points. They felt like they had it, and Seth Small certainly did as well. You know, that's not a that's not a meaningless drive. That was an impressive two plays, though. Of course, that was sort of an errant throw and a and fortunate for Ty Cats that that wasn't an interception on the last offensive play. But that drive started back in their own end. Really impressive throw downfield to Tim White and a strong run by Wes Hills to get three extra points before the end of the half. I mean, it's a really that was that was sort of one of their highlights, honestly, offensively for the first half. Got their three points back that Calgary just had crept to within one. Now a four-point lead. It's a handoff to Peyton Logan. And this is an amazing run on the final play of the opening half. He got a lot of yardage, got across midfield into Hamilton territory. But there won't be any time to do anything else. An 18-yard run for Logan. That's the end of the half. And the Tiger Cats in Calgary, where they've lost 15 in a row, have put themselves in a position to win it. They're up at halftime, 14 to 10, Luke. Are you surprised? Well, I'm surprised at just the way this game has progressed. This has in no way been a normal football game. You've had an, outra an outrageous amount of penalties by Calgary and a ridiculous turnover ratio for the first half, lopsided from what you'd expect from the very best team as far as turnovers and the very worst team in turnovers. And the Ticats are plus three right now. That has certainly had an effect in how this game has progressed. It's been strange. We've barely seen the Ticat offense, and it hasn't really been all that pretty when we have seen it. Ticats have four first downs right now against Calgary's 18. Hmm. But Calgary, of those 18 first downs, they've got them, then got penalties, and then got more, and then turned the ball over. It's been very bizarre, and both teams, I think, are in the locker room now, right now saying, hey, guys, this isn't us. <laughs> so so yeah. I don't know. You know, the Calgary's certainly saying that. And Hamilton, is on, especially offensively, they're, tr they're going to be working on establishing that rhythm. West Hills has had some good carries. Dane definitely needs to calm down and find a little rhythm. Even defensively, the run game has been – the run game defense has not been what Hamilton is uh, has, what has been known for this season. And so, yeah, I think both teams are in there right now figuring themselves out. Well, Mark Washington and his defense of the Tiger Cats, a real story in that opening half. The lone touchdown, Richard Leonard on the pick six. At halftime, it's 14 to 10. Tiger Cats lead in Calgary. Tiger Cats at the half with Bubba O'Neill, Andy Fantuz, and Emily Thompson is next on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Yes, the president of the Stampeders probably not enjoying the scoreboard at the half. It's 14 to 10 for the Tiger Cats. RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker under the lights in Calgary. The Tiger Cats offense wasn't great. Their defense was, and the defense really has seemed to, to step up. Simone Lawrence back. No Dylan Wynn, Micah Johnson celebrating the birth of his child a couple of days ago, so he's not playing, but guys have stepped up. Malik Carney, he had a huge sack in that opening half that pushed Calgary back out of field goal range. What has to happen for the Tiger Cats in the second half here, Luke, to be able to win for the first time in Calgary in, well, a long time, 2004? Yep, you've got to match that first down efficiency that Calgary has been able to have in the first half here. If you're going to get stuck in second and eight, second and nine, the, for the rest of this half, it's too much for Dane Evans to overcome on each set of downs. They've got to get some production on first down. That's the first thing. And you've got to find some rhythm in the passing game. They've had none tonight so far 
uh, they've got to be able to establish a little bit of that to be able to stay on the field. Because really, for most of that second quarter, we just didn't see the Hamilton offense. And it's, that, and it's those big plays that the defense was able to make that, that kept it, that got the, has, the, has, their, has them in the lead currently. Lawrence Woods on the opening kickoff of the second half, able to get the ball very close to the Hamilton 50-yard line. So the Tiger Cats with the wind in the third quarter, and they're going to have good field position. So a chance for this offense to get going. It was a quiet opening half for Dane Evans. Went three for seven for just 30 yards and completed passes to just two receivers. Tim White caught two, and Sean Thomas Erlington caught one. So the Ticats have the wind at their back again like they did in the second quarter, and they have to make it count. That was a great return. They're all the way up to their own 49-yard line to, to start here with the short field to run. Can't rely on the defense all game. The offense has to put up some points. Dane Evans has Wes Hills behind him, and it's a long throw. It's complete to Felix Garong Gauthier. The Stampeders didn't even cover him, and he gets down to the Stampeders' 30-yard line. What a start to the second half for the Tiger Cats offense. That'll help those numbers. Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. Huge first down. They dialed that up perfectly. RJ, before that play started, Calgary loaded up the box. They had everybody right up in there. They see that fullback tight end in the game, and they loaded that up, and they dropped Felix Grongucci as he came from the right to left across the field. Really great execution. Dane Evans had 30 yards passing in the opening half, 33 on that play, and he completes another pass. It's to Tim White, and he's down near the Calgary 10. It's another first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling, and the Tiger Cats offense had a little time to gel at the half. Well, there you go. There's my first down efficiency and my passing. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you know this game well. <laughs> so it will be first and goal and straight ahead. Inside the five is Wes Hills down to the three or four yard line. It was Coulter Woodmansey. Wes Hills sort of ran up the back of his own right guard, Woodmansey there, who got flung forward. And he, it doesn't matter what jersey you're wearing, you don't want to be in the way <laughs> when Wes Hills puts his shoulder down. He's hitting whatever's in his way. Yes. So, second and goal from the three. What do you like here, Luke? Boy, I would love to have Dane Evans throw this into the end zone right here. And it would be great to see Stephen Dunbar Jr at the receiving end of that after having a long hiatus from his last catch. It's a handoff to Wes Hills, and he's tripped up, dives forward, and he's right near the goal line. Uh, officials say he did not get into the end zone, but it has to be right there, either on the one or the half yard line. You're right, and he really did get tripped up like he almost expected to be able to make it in there. Dane staying on the field here. What will be a short yardage attempt. It is third down. That looked really close. Dane Evans under center. It's third and one. Dane Evans battling to get into the end zone. It's a touchdown. Dane Evans, his second of the season, second in as many games, and a magnificent start to the second half for the Tiger Cats. They're now up 20 to 10, and a convert coming up. Wow, what, what an incredible way to start off the second half. I mean, really, they just sort of came out and put together an entirely different-looking offense from everything that they had in that in that first half. 
Dane Evans dives in from the one-yard line. That touchdown was driven by Enterprise Radicar. And forget those first-half statistics. Those have been put to bed. Dane Evans came out firing accurate, putting up big yardage, had 30 yards passing in the opening half, 51 on that drive. And Seth Small steps up, hits the convert, and the Tiger Cats have said, game on in Calgary. It's 21 to 10. They lead the Stamps early in the second half. The Hamilton defense was a big story in the opening half. We'll see if they can shut down Calgary again. It's 21-10, Tiger Cats lead. We'll be back at the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Win still out of the lineup for the Tiger Cats. They'd love to have him back, but the defense has been a real story for the Tiger Cats in Calgary. A 21-10 lead. The Stampeders' offensive stats were much better than the Tiger Cats in the opening half, but Hamilton had the lead and came out in the second half with a touchdown. So now lead by 11. Jalen Philpot on this kickoff return, and Michael Damagala cranked another one right down to the goal line. That wind is blowing pretty strong from left to right, and Philpot's able to get up near the Calgary 30 on that return. Yeah, great kick and a, actually a pretty decent return. This is not with the with that kick, you know, with the wind pushing it further and further, Calgary is actually probably fortunate to start at their own 30. So the first half, Hamilton had 60 net yards, 30 pass yards on that one drive to start the second half, 61 net yards, 51 pass yards. So on one play, obliterated their first half statistics. Kareem Carey trying to break off to the right. Mo Diallo. Slowed him down, and Simone Lawrence in there to help out. And this defensive line has had some injuries. Dylan Wynn, Micah Johnson out with the birth of his child. Now Mo Diallo is down at about the Calgary 32 or 33-yard line, and he's going to need some attention. Yeah, they are getting thin at the D-tackle position here. That was a pretty good first down stop by the Hamilton defense. And if we really wanted to see the whole the whole game change, we already saw that a brand new Ticat offense. If the if the Hamilton defense can get a two and out here for their first drive of the second half, we're gonna. I'm not even sure where that'll. It's, it's an entirely new football game. <laughs> well, you were talking about the stats in the first game against Calgary. How Hamilton seemed to dominate the statistics, but not the scoreboard. Exactly. Everything has sort of flipped from that first game, which was way back in June. I mean, that seems like a lifetime wow. ago now in CFL, you know, game years here. But yeah, they Hamilton had more net offense, more time of possession. They passed for 425 in that game. But of course, they lost. Calgary overcoming a 24-point deficit to come back and win early in that season at Tim Hortons Field. And really, the turnovers were the story of that game. Uh, as well, and then tonight, Calgary has has all the stats from that first half, offensively speaking, and then the turnovers are what has given Hamilton uh, kept kept their lead, and we'll see. The, the, Mo Diallo still down on the field here, and Ticats waiting to have their first second down defensive attempt of the night. So you talked about a 24-point deficit early in the year against Calgary that the Stampeders overcame. So. You're saying don't get too excited about this 11-point lead in the second half? <laughs> well, the Ticats, the, the second halves have been an ongoing story, of course, throughout this season. But, if, of course, they had the lead after what was maybe one of their least 
uh, successful first half. So we'll see how this plays out. Good start to the second half. It's 21-10. We'll take a break and be right back on the Ticats Audio Network. Next Ticats home game is coming up next Friday. And want to thank everybody who emailed in. Banier from Houston, Texas. Rob Scott from Hockley, Texas. So a lot of people in Texas listening to Ticats Audio Network. Great. Banier, Rob, happy to have you. And Bob Allen from Trout Creek, Ontario, near North Bay, where... It's near and dear to the heart of our executive producer, Peter McEwen. Teaching you all about Canadian geography. He's done a good job with you. Luke. Every week, Me I'm too. getting smarter. <laughs> 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 so Mo Diallo was able to get off the field, but Tiger Cats can do without any more injury. Still early in the third quarter. Looks like the Tiger Cats are going to try to put some pressure on Jake Mayer. It's second and seven. Calgary from their own 33. Mayer, a quick throw. It's complete to Sean Bain and Julian Hauser, who dropped back in coverage again, was able to make the tackle, but not before Bain got the first down. We've seen that a few times from Julian Hauser. In fact, on Calgary's first possession, Hauser had an interception, his second of the year. Richard Leonard, two interceptions in this game. He's up to three on the season. And he has the lone Tiger Cats touchdown in the first half. And they've come back with a touchdown in the second half. Dane Evans able to run it in. Here's a handoff to Jalen Philpott, and he's fast. He's able to get past the line of scrimmage out to the outside on the near sideline. And finally, Tunde Adelike able to force him out of bounds, but he gets a ton of yardage, 32 yards in fact. And Calgary into the wind is in a pretty good spot on the Hamilton 35-yard line. Yeah, and you can see what effect all these injuries are having on the Hamilton front four. You know, they've they've got all kinds of mixed up positions in there for their front for their front rush. And their wide receivers have been successful in their running attack tonight, along with those two running backs. The number one rushing team, Calgary, against the number one rushing defense, Hamilton. Calgary's winning that battle. 156 yards rushing. They're gonna add a little bit more as Jake Mayer. Has to scramble and get across the 30, couple of yards short of the first down. Those 160 or so yards rushing that the Tiger Cats have allowed is a season high. Boy, one thing jumped out about that play. Jake Mayer was standing all alone in his pocket. There was nobody back there, and yes, he ended up scrambling. It was a great, it was a great job by the secondary to cover that down, but he had a lot, a lot of time back there. Just under 10 minutes to go, third quarter. Calgary's put up a ton of rushing yards, ton of net yards, but they trail the game by 11. Jake Mayer's scrambling, and he dumps a pass off to Trey Odom's Dukes, the rookie, and he will take this ball down near the Hamilton 10-yard line. But there's number 61, 10-yard penalty. will repeat second down. So there is a flag, and Tom Valesi, the referee, was right on it. He was ready to call, and after that big play by Calgary, that'll march them back, so that's a break for the Tiger Cats, and Calgary has taken a lot of penalties in this game, Luke, that have been costly. They have, they've really, they've really been a thorn in their own side, taking back a lot of that offensive production that they've had. Really interesting with the Ticats defense there. They showed a cover zero blitz against an empty formation, so six, 
six uh, eligibles lining up in their positions and Ticats loading up the box with anybody who's not manned up. And then they dropped everybody out and they ran a three-man rush, had nine guys back in the secondary. Jake, Ma Jake Mayer did a good job of recognizing that they dropped off of the blitz, found that guy low. I mean, if Calgary's gotta stop these penalties if they wanna put this into the end zone. Last two games, Calgary had 10 penalties for 66 yards. Tonight, much different. Wow, eight for 95 just tonight. I mean, it's been a, that along with the interceptions has been the two things that, sure. have, that have limited their success. Bad news here, Malik Carney is down and needs some attention. So this defensive line of the Tiger Cats, they, they dressed a ton of defensive linemen, but they're getting banged up. Mo Diallo. He's off on the sideline, and he's sitting back on the trainer's table at the back end of the Tiger Cats sideline. Malik Carney gingerly walking off the field under his own power. Well, the 11-year vet Ted Laurent is kind of the guy who's kind of has to stay on the field all night. And generally this season, he's been a guy who's rotated in taking part time with, with some of the other guys up front with these injuries. He is in there for the, for the long haul tonight. Julian Hauser putting pressure on Mayer. He's able to dump the pass off to Richie Sindani and Simone Lawrence, Jovan Santos-Knox, couple of linebackers teaming up to bring him down. Didn't get much, maybe three or four yards. The lineup for the field goal here. I mean, that's a good job by this Ticat defense with all the injuries they're taking on to, to stop this drive with a field goal attempt. So Danny's the ninth receiver for the Stampeders with a reception tonight. So Jake Mayer has thrown the ball around. A couple of Tiger Cats have caught some of his passes too. Richard Leonard, two. Julian Hauser, the interception. This is a 40-yard field goal attempt for Rene Heredes. And he's good, so Calgary cuts into the Tiger Cats lead. It's 21 for Hamilton, 13 for the Stampeders. Still in the third quarter. We'll be right back to Calgary on the Ticats Audio Network. Thank you, Mike. Mike has chipped in with a point. Off a kickoff, kicked it into the end zone. And that has helped the Tiger Cats get to 21 points. They lead the Stampeders 21 to 13, eight and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Dane Evans called the play now. It looks like he's calling an audible. Went up to the line of scrimmage, held his hand in the air, fakes the handoff to Wes Hills, and made the pass to Anthony Johnson, who can't come up with a catch. He did scramble to try to pick up that football, and Calgary quickly jumped on it, but for the Tiger Cats, best case scenario would be incomplete. Yeah, it was a well-thrown ball, and really, he should have been able to squeeze that and hold on. But I, you got to give credit to the Calgary defense. That was, it was tight coverage and a very well-timed hit. Anthony Johnson came into this game with five receptions, averaging over 30 yards per reception. Has not caught a pass in this game. Second and ten, Hamilton on their own 40. Dane Evans throws over the middle. That is complete to Stephen Dunbar Jr. That's his first catch of the night. And it's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. It's a three-man rush from the Stampeders defense, and Dane did a great job staying patient in the pocket. He knew he had time. And that drop nine was just a loaded-up zone defense. 
great job to hold on to that ball. Stephen Dunbar Jr. took a shot right after the catch. Anthony Johnson previously took a hard hit. Dunbar was able to hang on and right back to Stephen Dunbar. Off to the left, but he didn't get much past the line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard on that reception. And they're going to say it's oh, penalty coming up here. And it looks like a holding on Hamilton. Holding. Hamilton number 57. 10-yard penalty. Repeat first down. Brendan Revenberg in his 100th game with the costly holding there. And, you know, Calgary's done such an amazing job at paddling back on some of the penalties that they've had, and there's been a ton of them. And Hamilton really has, has not taken very many penalties tonight. But unfortunately, their, their first down efficiency has not been what they've hoped for. They've had five total on the night here. And this is back to that situation we talked about with Calgary earlier, RJ. You're just trying, you're trying to get back to that, to that halfway point here and eat up half of that, that distance that you need now, which is 20. Hamilton on their own 52. 20 yards away from a first down. Dane Evans passes, and it was intended for Wes Hills. He was open, but he did not make that catch. A rare mistake from Wes Hills. Yeah, tough, and you know, he's he his entire game tonight, what he's called to do is very, very physical, very downhill running. And you gotta kinda have the ability to, to change gears, to focus on the ball and to mentally get into the finesse, you know, headspace of, of catching and, and working your way upfield. And he's, you can see him, you know, sort of banging his hands on the football. Knows that was kind of a big miss, second and 20 here. They haven't used Wes Hills as much. 25 rushing attempts against the Riders last week, just seven against Calgary tonight for 42 yards. Here's a completion to Tyler Turnowski. He gets across the 50, and it won't be enough to get the first down. It will be back to the original line of scrimmage. And with the wind, do you dare try a very long field goal? Yep, I really would. I mean, this is going to be a 57-yarder. He's hit 58 this year, Seth Small, which is the CFL long. And So Seth Small is on the field. This is valuable points, too. This pushes this to an 11-point game, game, game if he's able to make this. And Looks like about a 57-yard attempt. Seth Small, the kick is up. The kick is good. <laughs> Seth Small, he's been one of the stars for the Tiger Cats since he joined the club. He hits from 57 yards. Hard to believe that's his second longest this season. He has the longest with 58 yards. So Seth Small on a 12 consecutive field goal streak increases the Tiger Cats lead to 24 to 13. We'll take a break on the Ticats Audio Network. This week on the Ticats Audio Network. Patience. One thing uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats have taught me is patience. Uh, for being here two years and just waiting for an opportunity, man, um, it just kept me hungry. It kept me just, you know, wanting to get out there and show them what I can do, you know, give them a reason to keep me around, right? That's running back Wes Hills. 
this week's CFL Performer of the Week on what he's learned being in Hamilton is heard with Louis Butko on Ticats Today. Every weekday new content drops on the Ticats Audio Network. Wes Hills was the star against the Rough Riders last week. They just could not stop him. This week, Seth Small has put up a very nice game, just hit a 57-yard field goal, averaging over 42 yards on his field goals tonight, so they haven't been easy. Defense trying to slow the Calgary attack. Mason Bennett, we'll see lots of him with all the injuries on the defensive line, made a nice tackle on Reggie Begleton. Be very close to a first down, though. You can watch, you can watch Ted Laurent get back to his position on the deal. It's a grind of a night for him and for all those guys playing up front. They've had injuries coming into this game and then sustained more throughout the, the game tonight. And against a run offense like Calgary, your, your work is already cut out for you before the game begins, and it has not been easy for those guys. Stampeders best rushing team in the CFL. They put up a ton of rushing yards and we might see more of that. That was a first down by the way. They initially had the two and they did say they had enough for the first down. So up to their own 50 yard line. Fresh set of downs. Falls on the ground. Kadeem Carey backtracking and how about the Tiger Cats? They get to him. Malumba Santos Knox bring down Kadeem Carey and he did not get much if anything on that carry. Impressive job there, and for a defense that has forced opponents to, to get two and outs very frequently this year, tonight has not been that way. Calgary Stampeders have really controlled most of this, a lot of this clock, and this would be a great opportunity here to Chris, force a punt. Chris Malumba, you'll see lots of time on that defensive line too. So second to 10, Calgary from their own 50. The pass is complete. It is caught by Begleton. Cam Kelly was there to make the tackle. We'll see where they spot this football. This should be close to a first down, too. Contested catch. I mean, really impressive to, to pull that in. And a lot of the Ticat secondary were arguing that that wasn't completed. It looks, getting another look at it, it looks like he did secure it as he hit the ground. It's a great catch. Really great catch. Begleton diving, somehow was able to keep that ball away from the turf. Cam Kelly right there, so it is third and one from the Hamilton 51. Tommy Stevens comes in, the third string quarterback. He's been good at these short yardage. Jovan Santos Knox was able to push him back. A second effort by Stevens. It all depends when this whistle blew. Did he have enough momentum, or was it that second effort, or did the Tiger Cats get the stop? There's a bit of a discussion here. Siante Evans is down on the field right now, right in the middle of all that scrum, too. His defense has played great, but also is inheriting some injuries. Man, they really are. And, and, and we talked about before this game, RJ, the defensive unit in general kind of had bounced back from what was a, a spell of injuries throughout the season, with the exception of Dylan Wynn, you know, still missing from the lineup. And then in this game, they've suffered a few notable ones. Mo Diallo will not come back to this game. He was injured earlier. Siante Evans just recently back in the lineup for the Tiger Cats. Very important presence 
As Coach O said, just his presence. He's a very skilled football player, but his presence is important out there, and he's heading off to the Hamilton sideline. Defense has had a good game. Three interceptions. They've been able to get to Jake Mayer, put a lot of pressure on him. They have a sack against the team that has allowed the fewest. Another fresh set of downs here for Calgary. Peyton Logan makes the catch. Simone Lawrence right there immediately to make the tackle a couple of yards short of the first down. Stavros Katzentonis is who comes onto the field for Siante Evans. Again, a little bit tighter. I mean, I think the, the, the Ticat defense has been able to slow down the Calgary offense a little more than they were able to in the first half. And really, Jake Mayer is not having a bad game, but he just turned the ball over three times. Apart from that, he's actually put together some impressive drives. Jake Mayer back to pass again, floats one up and running under it to make the catch is William Longley. And the Stampeders have themselves in a good spot against the wind with 2.02 to go in the third quarter. They're on the Hamilton 22-yard line. Longley had the touchdown in the first half. Nice corner route, again a contested contested catch. He's got Mike linebacker Jovan Santos Knox, who's not normally covering a corner route. You know, you kind of pick your, find your matchup there as Jake Mayer, and he did a great job of delivering the ball. Mayer, six incompletions, three drop passes, three interceptions. And he's put up 190 yards passing. And he will add to that, complete to Jalen Philpott. Ariel Brooks finally makes the tackle, but the Stampeders are inside the Hamilton 10-yard line. I think Phil Potts done a really great job for Calgary tonight of bursting up field. Every time the ball's been in his hands, he's one cut and, and right, right vertical towards the end zone, and it's been really productive. He's, he's done a great job every time he's gotten a hold of the ball. Tiger Cats in their white tops, black pants, Calgary. Red tops, white pants, under a minute to go, third quarter. Tiger Cats lead 24 to 13, but it's a first and goal from the Hamilton eight. The pass is complete and diving for the end zone. Trey Odoms Dukes, they say he's in. He reached across and it's a touchdown for Calgary. And this game just got a little closer. 24 to 19 and a convert coming up. I think they'll go for two. Uh, yeah, they should, and you know, you've, you've got the the difference between four and five points isn't that, you know, consequential to, to, to the to the outcome of the game. They'll have a chance here to put it to 21 and get it a three-point game. And that comes back to that long field goal by Seth Small, as well as the single by Domagallon kickoff right. to make this, you know, an interesting decision here. It could also go as far back as the first drive by the Ticats, where Really, they looked looked like they kind of had a touchdown dialed up that they missed on. Of course, that would have been four more points there as well. I mean, the game is, you know, it's like every football game. It's fascinating to look back at the tiny little inches here and there that could have made the difference. And here they line up for three, Calgary. Yeah, they're going to go for the one point. And Paredes, he hits it. So the Stampeders trail this football game by four. It's 24 to 20. And the White Horse is riding around McMahon Stadium, 
How'd you like that as the opposition? Oh, I've seen it too many times, <laughs> that horse. You hear the hood, you hear the hooves behind you, like like the battlefields of old. It's uh, not great. I, I, uh, I unfortunately think back to the 2017 60 to one game and, and uh, I think they had to change out horses that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it> wore them out. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. You know, you're right, RJ, though. I, you know, that would have, I'm interested. I, I would have gone for two there as well. Uh, and, and with the run game that they've had, what they've been having tonight, surprised that they didn't. But, you know, again, we'll see if that comes into play as this progresses and what that does for the Ticats is it, it keeps them in that in that point you know threshold where a field goal puts them back to a seven point lead i mean it's a really interesting position to be in as as a tiger cat as well and boy you just you know they had that one shining bright star what was their first drive of the second half dane evans and his offense and see if they can put together another another drive like that oh wow so oh no a short kick and calgary's got it calgary comes up with a football. It's Tyson Middlemost. And he is down near the Tiger Cats 20 yard line. 21 seconds to go in the third quarter. A high kick. Wow. And it's picked up by Middlemost and the tackle made by Lawrence Woods. Now it was this intentional. Yep, the Verdes approaches that ball like a normal kickoff, but you can tell he he's, it's a real slow approach and he just pooches it up there. Really interesting play there into the wind. Not at all a normal, it was not at all a normal onsides approach or anything like that. It's a, it was a totally unique kick. And I have to say, a, a, just an impressive special teams call. So they start on the Hamilton 22 yard line and Kareem Carey able to bounce off a tackle, roll to his left and get down around the Hamilton 15 yard line. So the Tiger Cats after three quarters lead this football game. But how much longer will they lead? It's 24 to 20 and Calgary is down at the Hamilton 15 yard line when we start the fourth quarter. We'll be back with that on the Ticats Audio Network. Tiger Cats are going to need a big fourth quarter from Dane Evans. They have a four-point lead to start the fourth quarter, but what a special teams play by Calgary, Luke. And I, I know you've got a great special teams mind because I talk to you about it all the time. And this play turns into what could be points for Calgary. Oh, yeah. The Hamilton defense gets to Peyton Logan. Simone Lawrence was first there. Joe Von Santos knocks. They minimize that gain to just a couple of yards. Yep, and if they can make this stop. Here they're coming onto the field right now for the field goal. So it was a Kadeem Carey rush was the last play of the third quarter. They tried Peyton Logan. He didn't get much, and now it's third down, so Rene Paredes trying to step up. And it's a field goal attempt from 26 yards. Paredes consistent, reliable, and he hits from 26 yards. It is still a Tiger Cats lead, though, after a great special teams play where Paredes kicked that ball up in the air into the wind, and it was picked up by William Longley. 
or Tyson Middlemost. And that turns into three points for the Calgary Stampeders. So what a game we've got. It's a one-point lead for the Tiger Cats with 14.06 to go in the game. It's really, really impressive execution on that fake kick or that kind of pooch kick there. You know, the, the, the rule of that, of that front line of a kickoff return team is to see the ball kicked and then turn your head and sprint to your landmark. But And, and it was a normal setup, so there was nothing to suspect uh, uh, any sort of fake, but impressive approach and, and kick there by Paredes and just really well executed by the Calgary special teams unit. Dane Evans hands off to Sean Thomas Erlington. And he'll run to his left. Had the offensive lineman there trying to help him out. Got about three yards on that run. Early fourth quarter. Tiger Cats lead by a point. They have not won on the road this season. They haven't won in Calgary since 2004. But they have a one-point lead. Offense, a second and eight here. Dane Evans from his own 42-yard line. Back to pass. Throws to his left. Lamar Durant makes the catch. He's across the 45, but he needed to get to the 50 for the first down. So the Tiger Cats are short, and they're into the wind. Pretty good spot here. It looks like it'll be about a yard short on third down. Yeah, I think it's a little too, too far for them to do the short yardage sneak here. Well, risky too with Calgary, a lot of momentum right now and the ball still in Hamilton territory. So Michael Damagala on to punt into the wind. Wind has been a factor at McMahon Stadium. With the wind, Seth Small hit a 57-yard field goal. That's big on the scoreboard now. So is Michael Damagala's one point off a kickoff. It's a one-point lead for the Tiger Cats. Damagala, high snap, standing at his own 35, gets the kick away. He's had a couple of blocks this year, no problem on this one. Peyton Logan tripped up by Voshan Joseph, and coming in to finish him off is Stavros Katsantonis, the leading special teams tackler for the Tiger Cats. It is an exciting game in Calgary. 12.01 to go, and the Tiger Cats lead by a point, 24-23. We'll be right back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats in Calgary, and they lead in the fourth quarter, early in the fourth quarter. But it's a one-point lead, R.J. Broadhead, Luke Tasker. And it rained earlier in Calgary. It's a windy evening. Stampeders have the wind as they go left to right, beginning this drive on their own 21. They want to keep it on the ground. And the Tiger Cats, despite some injuries, doing a pretty good job against getting carry. Tunde Adelike, Jovan Santos Knox team up to limit that game to just a couple of yards. Much better on, on their first down efficiency. The Ticats defense has been in the second half compared to the first half. And, you know, also a really impressive job there to limit the damage from that sort of onside kick scenario there to just a, a field goal. And they're, they're, they're hanging in there, you know, but, but they have to get that momentum back from Calgary after what was a huge special teams play. Defense sticking in on this second and eight. It's a completed pass to Ganeem Carey. He gets across the 35, close to the 40. It is enough for a Calgary first down. They keep this drive going, trailing by a point. They'll spot this ball at the 
Hamilton 30, or the Calgary 38-yard line. 10.40 to go in the game. The clock is running. 15 on the play clock. Stampeders just getting to the line of scrimmage. Jake Mayer takes a look. Two receivers to his left. It's another handoff. And very limited gain for Peyton Logan this time. Stampeders have put up pretty solid running yards against this Hamilton defense. They're up to about 170. Peyton Logan is slow to get up after that four-yard carry. Kadeem Carey is over 1,000 yards rushing on the season. He needed 51 coming into this game. He has managed 54 yards, and they've really, with Logan and Carey, been able to alternate and, and give guys rest, and it's been a pretty good duo, but it's Logan who is down now getting looked at by the Calgary training staff. There's 10-18 to go. We'll take a break. Calgary has the football. Hamilton has the lead. It's 24 to 23. We'll be back on the Ticats Audio Network. This week on the Ticats Audio Network. It is what it is. It's you know great to talk about. We don't run from it. Um, we just feel like it has no bearing on what's going to happen this Friday. That's Orlando Steinhauer responding to the Ticats 18-year losing streak in Calgary is heard this week on the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker on the Ticats Audio Network. Have a question for Coach O. You can email gameday at ticats.ca. Luke asking the tough questions. 15 losses in a row, 18-year losing streak. Yeah, I was a part of a lot of that 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, Well, you might be a part of that streak coming to an end. We'll see what the defense can do. It's... A one-point lead for the Tiger Cats with just over 10 minutes to go in the game. It's second and six. Mayor under pressure. Julian Hauser has his jersey and has him down. <laughs> what a big game by Julian Hauser. It's a sack just when the Tiger Cats needed it. Wow, really impressive. It was a quarterback sack, but way out in the open field. Very unusual. Jake, Jake Mayer was out by the numbers there. Hauser continued to track him down and track him down. And just got a hand on his jersey and then wrapped up the rest of him. And Jake Mayer regrets not having gotten rid of that a little earlier, but <laughs> great job to sort of hogtie that sack. He got a hand on that number 12 jersey and would not let go. Big game for Julian Hauser. He has an interception, a quarterback sack. Oh boy, just getting the kick away was Cody Grace. Lawrence Woods takes it on his own 15. He's backtracks to his 10, and he's tripped up. He's tripped up and got back to the 15, and this will be difficult starting field position for the Tiger Cats. Into the wind, leading by a point with nine minutes and 10 seconds to go in the football game. Holding Hamilton number 91. 10-yard penalty to your first down. So, uh... Penalty on the Tiger Cats as well, so this will go back to likely the five-yard line. Lawrence Woods was lined up way, way deeper than his normal alignment to return a punt. Calgary has the wind at their back. He expected that. He caught it clean. He just thought he could get get the edge around around the, his right side of it with his return unit. When he got tripped up out there, Daniel Amoko made the tackle for the Calgary coverage unit. 
you know, then you tack on that penalty. That was a, that's an unbelievable job by Calgary to flip the field there. And now, now Dane Evans has a very, very long field to drive. This drive starts on the Hamilton seven-yard line. Into the wind. Wes Hills has only had seven carries for 42 yards. It's play action to Hills. Evans passing and complete. Wide open, Stephen Dunbar Jr. And he just wanted to make sure he secured that catch. It was done successfully. And the Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. And that gives them a little breathing room from their end zone. Well, the thing I really like about that is Calgary brought the blitz there. They protected it well. Hamilton made those Calgary rushers run the whole loop around the outside, and Dane stayed very, very calm in the pocket, took the time that he had, and made a really controlled throw down the field. That was impressive. 16-yard pass to Stephen Dunbar Jr. Gets Hamilton up to their own 23. Dane Evans drops back, sets up the screen to Wes Hills, and oh, he's fumbled the football. The ball's sitting there, and Calgary jumps on it. Wes Hills has fumbled. And Sean Lemon runs and picks up that loose football. And this will be right around the Hamilton 40-yard line with 8.05 to go. A costly turnover in the fourth quarter. We've seen that before. You know, it's just it's just amazing. I mean, you get out of that first half with pl being plus three on a turnover ratio. Wes Hills, who's had really, really great ball security coughs this one up and you're still in your own territory. It's a really damaging area to lose a ball. Just just unbelievable. I mean Calgary just Calgary just has this this ability to make plays for in unexpected times. Calgary takes over on the Hamilton 39. They try to keep it on the ground. Kareem Carey, there's four Tiger Cats there. Chris Malumba Jovan Santos Nugs, Tunde Adelike, all pushing Kareem Carey back, but his forward momentum got him six yards. Jake Mayer in the second half, been perfect. Nine for nine, 101 yards and a touchdown. Second and four coming up for the Stampeders. They're on the Hamilton 34 yard line. Defense digs in. Four receivers to the left of Mayer, and he looks that direction, looking deep, and it's incomplete. Siante Evans, he was in coverage with Trey Odoms Dukes, but Evans, who was injured earlier back in the game, he is down again, doesn't appear to be getting up, and it looks like he's holding his left leg or ankle. Yeah, he's struggling and in, in some pain here. Great job in coverage. Really kind of a, call it a 50-50 ball, kind of to the back shoulder, but neither Evans nor Calgary in a position to make a play on that, to really make a catch. And you can see as they're getting tangled up, Evans comes down awkwardly sort of on the outside of his foot, and you can just, you can just feel and, and feel the pain as you, as you watch him dealing with that on the field. Yeah, that is, a tough one to watch a replay of as he may have stepped on the foot of Odom's Dukes. It was very close, but that that left ankle went in a 
position you don't want it to go in. And Siante Evans, so important to this defense, is down. He's being looked at. There's 7.05 to go. The Tiger Cats continue to lead by a point. We'll take a break and be right back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Siante Evans able to get off the field, putting very little weight on that left ankle. So under seven minutes to go, this is a field goal attempt. Rene Paredes is three for three. He's hit from 43 yards, 39 yards, 26 yards, and this one is up and it is good. So Paredes hits from 41 yards as well, and the Calgary Stampeders lead for the first time in a long time. It's 26 to 24 with six minutes and 45 seconds to go. Freddy's has just done a great job tonight with all of his responsibilities. I mean, of course, the field goals. And then that's then that sort of specialty little pooch kick that they did. Game-changing moment. Then their defense forces that turnover and they're just sort of grinding their way back into the lead. I mean, it's kind of impressive to watch. And the Ticats have got to string together a great drive here. Dane Evans, four receivers to his right, but he throws to his left. It's caught by Stephen Dunbar, and he breaks the first tackle, gets across midfield, and that's a good start to this drive. It's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Great job by Stephen Dunbar Jr. To, to secure the catch, kind of as he's bouncing off of defenders in the under coverage. It was Moxie who was in coverage and made the contact, but he stayed on his feet and got back to the outside for additional yards. That gets the Tiger Cats just across midfield. It's pitched to Tim White, he drops it. He drops it and has to dive on it. He did, he got the ball back, but that's a loss for the Tiger Cats. So it was a play action. The on the field is an incomplete yeah. pass. Okay, so that's in the Tiger Cats' favor. Yep. Won't be a loss. Play action sweep and then a toss forward to Tim White, and it seemed to me, yeah, it hit him right in the right in the gut, but kind of keeping his eyes upfield, you know, planning his, planning his attack there. Second and 10 from the Calgary 54. Tiger Cats just across midfield. They're into the wind, so can't kick a field goal from here. They need more yards. Dane Evans under pressure, rolls to his right and tried a short pass and missed Stephen Dunbar with it. So that's incomplete. There is a flag. Well, it was a Calgary secondary that... Illegal contact. Calgary number seven. Ten-yard penalty. The result will be a first down. Well, there you go. I was going to say it was the Calgary secondary that caused that. The Dane was moving and keeping his eyes downfield, but there was nothing open. But, of course, the legal contact was part of that, part of that tight coverage. And, and uh, Hamilton fortunate to move this down for a first down. Three interceptions by the Tiger Cats and a whole bunch of untimely penalties by the Stampeders have really kept this game close. The total net yards, Calgary almost at 400, Hamilton barely over 200. Ninth penalty for Calgary. Dane Evans, fresh set of downs from the Calgary 44. Throws to his left, it is caught wow. by Tim White just in front of Le'Veon Elliott. That was pretty good coverage, but a great catch by the league's fifth leading receiver coming into tonight. 
That was Dane Evans' best throw uh, of the game so far. And Tim White kind of running a deep sort of comeback. And Dane puts it over the top of the under coverage and right into Dane Evans' hands outside of that defender. Just really impressive location. It's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. Dane Evans looking for more. A wobbly pass. And it was out of the reach of Anthony Johnson and looked like Brad Muhammad maybe had the best shot at that football, but he could not pick it off. It's incomplete, and that brings up a second and ten. Yeah, Muhammad was right there, and Elliott, both halfbacks, ended up sort of in that same area, and, I, and it really was, was sort of a low probability, even you could call it a dangerous throw, but out of the reach of the defenders. Four and a half minutes to go in the game. The Stampeders now lead by two points. Tiger Cats are on the Calgary 30. Seth Small might be getting warm on the sideline. He is. We'll see if the Tiger Cats can invert, convert this second and 10. Pass is caught by Anthony Johnson right at the line of scrimmage, and he's tackled. There are a couple of flags on the field, though. Appeared to be thrown at different times, so we might have a couple of infractions. Procedure, no end, Hamilton. That penalty is declined, be third down. So clearly for the same penalty, flags came on the opposite sides of the field. It's third and nine. Tiger Cats into the wind. Seth Small. Trying to keep his streak going. He's three for three in the game. He's hit from 24, 46, and 57 yards. That was with the wind. This is into the wind from 36 yards. Gordon White snaps it to Matt Schultz to hold, and Seth Small rocks solid. That's his fourth field goal of the game. And the Tiger Cats are ahead again. It's 27 to 26 with three minutes and 48 seconds to play. You excited? Wow, I mean, this has been, this has been exciting from the start for a lot of different reasons that we probably really didn't expect. And now, going into the last stretch of this game here, and there's just so much time left. It's, it's 3.48 yeah. left on the clock. Yeah, we'll that see could what, take a while. And Jake Mayer's got a chance now, and his second half has been a total reversal of what was happening to him in the first half. He's really put together some, some good drives. Field goal kickers, big factor in this game. They've combined eight for eight. Both have hit four. Reggie Begleton makes that catch, or did he? They're saying that was incomplete. Calgary's first down production has been very strong in this game. Yeah, I don't, I don't even, I feel like we haven't seen a second and 10 for Calgary yet, right? I mean, this haven't is been many. unique territory here for, for Jake Mayer and boy, the, uh, a two and out would be much appreciated by this uh, Cat defense to get off the field quickly. Calgary's converted 15 of 25 second downs. This is a second and 10 from their own 40. It's caught by Begleton. Tackled tackle. immediately by Cam Kelly, and it's short of the first down. Needed to get to the 50. Looks like he got to about the Calgary 47 or 48. And we are at the three-minute warning. Bang on, three minutes to go in this football game, and it's close. Tiger Cats lead by a point, 27 to 26. 
An exciting finish ahead for McMahon Stadium. Stick around. This is the Ticats Audio Network. Tiger Cats lead 27 to 26. They're going to get the football back. Calgary punting. Two minutes and 50 seconds to go in the game. Clock is running. RJ Broadhead, Luke Tasker, and Lawrence Woods. It's a good kick by Grace. Woods drifts back to his five, works hard to get across the 10, but can't get much more than that, maybe to the 13. So into the wind, the Tiger Cats are starting this drive from deep in their own end. Dane Evans, 13 for 21, 183 yards. Yeah, I mean, great punt there. And here, here's, here's what the Tigers have done well in their last two victories. Fourth quarter drives. They've eaten away the clock and they've had production. The, the troubling thing tonight is they've only run 32 plays so far in this game. It's three minutes. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, they... Calgary has dominated the game clock and the amount of plays with the ball in their hand. West Hills takes the handoff, cuts to his right, high steps over a tackle, and he'll be up to the 20, maybe the 21-yard line, couple of yards short of the first down. I mean, 32 plays is like a light practice. You know, I mean, really, that they just haven't been able to stay on the field, or and Calgary's done a great job of doing that. Uh, 20 minutes of, of time of possession at, at this point in the game, again, with these three minutes left. And if they are, if they can flip that script a little bit and do what they've what they've been able to do in these last uh, victories that they've had, if Dane can put a drive together here, this will be one of the most unique and yet incredible victories that this team's had. Massive second and two from their own 21. It's a handoff to West Hills again. Stopped initially, tries a second effort, and it looks like he's going to be short of the first down. Can't be by much though. Let's see where this ball is spotted. And now it's a. This is a tough decision. Yeah, potentially for Coach O. Very tough decision. That's disappointing that they weren't able to push that ball past those markers. Look at this. So it is third down. Now I wonder if they'll look to draw them offside, offsides here with a hard count. Two minutes to go in the football game. Tiger can't lead by one. The ball's on their 22-yard line. It's a third and one, a long one. Tiger Cats gambling. They don't get it. They turn this ball over deep in their own zone. West Hills, he's tripped up. He didn't get it. Calgary celebrating. Where are they going to spot this ball? It does not look like he got it. That is surprising. West Hills was unstoppable against the Rough Riders last week, but unable to get a yard here. And the Tiger Cats turn the ball over on downs with a minute 46 to go, a one-point lead, and the ball's on their own 21-yard line. I mean, it, really unfortunately, West Hills tripped. He sort of misstepped in the backfield. Unbelievably costly turnover. You can see it on Orlando Steinauer's face on the sidelines. You think about this, RJ, they could have punted there into the wind. It, it, they really wouldn't have even gotten to be able, gotten to push the ball that far downfield. I mean, more well, unfortunate than not being able to get that is just the, just the fact that their drive came to an end. Punting would have been almost equally as bad. Well, there's still time here, and that's a good stop on first down, Odom's Dukes. He's tackled by Richard Leonard. Now the Tiger Cats need another stop here. On second down, 
force Calgary into a field goal and still be down. That's right. By two. That's the most important thing is to force the field goal on this drive right here, which comes down to this play. Second and six. Calgary on the Hamilton 17-yard line. And just as the ball is snapped to Jake Mayer, the whistle goes. Timeout. Calgary. Stampeders with the timeout. So Hamilton was loading up a, 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 a man man coverage with a with a blitz, which is what I would have done too. You've got to get into the backfield as you got to stop that drive and force the field goal. But to go back to that miss on the third and short, if they would have punted that ball, it's very, very likely that that return would have ended already in field goal range. But you know, right. it, it, to keep that driver alive was the better option. And I'm actually impressed with how quickly they made that decision. And they had it too. It was a trip in the backfield. I mean, it's really, it was it was a it was a unbelievable miss there. And, and let's be honest, the way Wes Hills has been running, yeah. it's an educated gamble to think he would get exactly. over a yard. Good term there. So here we are again, second and six. Calgary on the Hamilton 17-yard line. Tiger Cats defense needs a stop. Mayer has time. He completes the pass. Odom's Dukes breaks a tackle. He would have been brought down short of the first down. He battles through the initial tackle, gets the first down, and takes the ball down near the Hamilton five. Yeah, he, he caught that pass behind the first down marker. Richard Leonard came up in coverage, almost broke the pass up, and then almost secured the tackle. Neither of those things happened, and Dukes made his way to the first down. And now, of course, you get a fresh set of downs to eat more clock up. And of course, they have the chance at the touchdown here as they're on the five yard line. Touchdown is not a good scenario for the Tiger Cats, but it's looking bleak. Calgary first and goal from the Hamilton five. Kadeem Carey gets the handoff, cuts to his right, tries to go up the middle, and he's still battling to stay on his feet. Ball comes loose at the end. Tiger Cats, that was a full defensive team effort to keep him out of the end zone. Kadeem Carey staying on his feet for a long time. Timeout, Hamilton. And the ball's spotted on the one-yard line. Tiger Cats call a timeout. That'll stop the clock with a minute seven to go. Tiger Cats lead by one. You'd think from the one-yard line that Calgary would be in three-down territory, however, the Tiger Cats can get a stop here. Stampeders will have a big decision. Do they kick the field goal, take the lead, or do they try it again and risk being stopped? Yep, you're absolutely right. With their run game, I would think they're gonna I would think they're gonna push this into the end zone, whether it be second down or third down. They're gonna keep trying till they get it. Tiger Cats will try to stop. It's Tommy Stevens in a quarterback, and he's up, he's in the end zone. It is a touchdown for the Stampeders. Tommy Stevens on short yardage has been unstoppable. Eighth time he's come in, and that's his first touchdown of the night, but he seems to convert every time on short yardage. Yeah. I mean, you think back at how this, how this last three minutes has progressed so far. One of the most incredible things about the Ticats effort, they got their first two and out of this entire game before that last offensive drive that they had. I mean, finally, they, point being, they were finally able to stop Calgary's offense from putting a drive together, forced the punt, 
and then had their chance to make that first down and keep that drive going, and had that miss. I mean, it's just, you know, too many things going wrong at the same time. So Calgary's gonna go for two here. So it's a 32-27 Stampeders lead. They're up by five, trying to make it a seven point Time lead. Violation. Calgary. Well, this will be interesting. We'll redo the convert at the eight. So they take a time count violation on the two-point convert attempt. That'll push them back to the eight-yard line. Opponents are five for six on two-point conversions against the Tiger Cats this season. This one a little bit longer now after the time count violation. A minute three on the clock. Stampeders up by five, going for two here to make it a seven-point lead. Jake Mayer, empty backfield, steps back, throws to his right, it's incomplete. So the Stampeders do not get the two-point convert, and it remains a five-point lead for Calgary with a minute three to go. Lots of time on the clock for Dane Evans in this Hamilton offense that has not put up a ton of yards nor a ton of points but they need it now with about a minute to go yep and as with a five-point game of course you've got to make it all the way down the field and get to the end zone obviously three down football here you're gonna have more chances at each down and distance to move the chains down there interesting too we got to see what happens with this kickoff here I mean kicks the wind is at Calgary's back and all the kicks going in this direction have really been you know big tonight so huge huge part of this drive is where the, where Dane Evans is going to be able to take the field and start generally their drives have started behind the 30 yard line going in this direction Lawrence Woods one of the most dangerous returners in the CFL he's averaged 15 and a half kickoff return yards tonight needs more than that to put the Tiger Cats in a good spot Renee Paredes kickoff into the wind, and this will sail down to the Tiger Cats 10. Sean Thomas Erlington blocking for Woods, trying to go right up the middle, gets to the 35, the 40, trying to get to the outside, a stiff arm, he's across the 50, he's midfield, he's into Calgary territory, and that is the return the Tiger Cats needed. That took 10 seconds off the clock, there's 53 seconds to go, and this football is being spotted at the Calgary 43. He's given him a chance. That, that is just unbelievable. And talk about a big time player making that play. They're going back to the center line here, so that's where it'll get spotted. But he must have stepped out of bounds just prior yes. on his way down the, the field. Still a great return and 55 yards to go, 53 seconds on the clock. A yard a second. Let's see what they can do. Calgary leads by five. Tiger Cats have lost 15 in a row in Calgary. Dane Evans scrambling, rolls to his right, completes the pass. It's Keandre Smith with his first catch of the night. It'll be short of the first down. Dane Evans trying to hurry things up. About a yard short, nine yard gain for Keandre Smith. No huddle here for the Tiger Cats. Hand off to Wes Hills. This time he's got the first down, barrels his way across the 45-yard line. Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. 39 seconds on the clock. 
that that last minute Hail Mary, RJ, increases in the probability of success with every yard that you gain for. The shorter that pass is, the more likely you can, and every yard counts here in these seconds leading up. Oh, boy. To the Calgary 43-yard line, Dane Evans got the snap, and the flags fly, the whistles blow. Procedure, Hamilton number 69. That pushes the Tiger Cats back. I knew it was a Tiger Cats penalty when I heard you say, oh, man. Yeah, and you just, it, it's just, it's a characteristic of a team who's struggling to win, to get yeah. penalties at this time, to trip when you're when you're running for that first down. You know, you've got to get out of your own way and, get, and put, your, put yourselves in, in, in the best chance that you can to win. Tiger Cats need a touchdown. It's first and 15 from the Calgary 49. Dane Evans, he's looking deep. He's throwing deep. It's a jump ball. Tim White has it. He's got Tim it. White caught it. And he's inside the 10, close to the Calgary 5. It is a first down and a lot more. Presented by Active Green and Ross, the Tiger Cats keep it rolling. 22 seconds to go. The ball's on the Calgary 7. The play clock hasn't started and the game clock's not rolling. You shouldn't be hurrying right now. They've 42 yards to Tim White. Tiger Cats down by five. They're on the Calgary seven. Dane Evans throws to the got end it. zone. Touchdown, Tiger Cats. Tim White and the Tiger Cats lead with 11 seconds to go. One point lead. You go for two here and you try to make this a three point game. 2004, RJ. Yes. 11 seconds left. Feels like a long time. 11 seconds right now feels like a long it time. It does. And, and whatever happens on this two-point conversion here, you still got to kick the ball off, and you got to cover it down, and there may be time for another play. This is not over yet. You got to hold on, and you got to not make one more mistake for these 11 seconds, not one more. It got quiet at McMahon Stadium. Tiger Cats lead by a point. It's 33 to 32. Tiger Cats haven't won in Calgary since 2004. Going for two here, trying to make it a three-point lead. Dane Evans, couple of receivers to his left, throws that direction. It is caught. Anthony Johnson, the two-point convert, is good. Tiger Cats lead by three. It's 35 to 32 with 11 seconds to go in this football game. Unbelievable. After, I mean, to look at the offensive stats from this game, but at these big moments, Dane Evans just made three huge throws down the field at the, at the, at the absolute critical moments when he absolutely had to. Tim White, two, two unbelievable catches, big time catches, yes. big time catches. That 42-yard gain was basically in triple coverage, and Tim White, the near-Olympian, so athletic, he went up and caught that, got the touchdown. Anthony Johnson, the two-point convert. And this has been a great football game. Magnificent effort by the Tiger Cats. Offense hasn't been lights out, but good when they needed to be. The defense has been very good for the Tiger Cats, especially creating turnovers at important times. 11 seconds, RJ. The 
the Stampeders will have to get down to wind at their back, maybe call it the Hamilton 50-yard line, 52-yard line, where how the deeper you can pin this returner here gives them less time to to potentially have to get off two plays if they want to try the extra long, that long, long field goal to put it overtime. Seth Small with the wind, hit a 57-yarder. It's a pooch kick, and the Stampeders punt it back right. wow. at the Tiger Cats. And it's caught by Keandre Smith. He takes a look around and wants to run until there's zero on the clock, and he does, and finally goes down. The rookie, Keandre Smith, a very heads-up play to run the clock out, and the Tiger Cats win. The Tiger Cats <laughs> win in Calgary for the first time since 2004. It's the first time they've won back-to-back -back games all season long, and their quest for the playoffs Looks very good. They are right now in a playoff spot. Tied with the Rough Riders, but the crossover is no good for Saskatchewan with a tie. So Hamilton, back-to-back -back wins, have put themselves in a playoff spot with two games to go. Since, since 1961, that was the 10th time the Ticats have won in Calgary. Wow. 61 years. And that that was the strangest Ticat game I've ever watched. That was that was unbelievable, and and it and that makes a team tighter. Yeah, there's a lot of things to work on. There was mistakes left and right across the board, but to go and steal one away at this stadium at a place where this team has struggled so mightily that is just. An unbelievable thing. I couldn't be more happy for the Ticats and for Dane Evans to throw those throw those balls downfield like that to Tim White at the end of the game, convert the two point conversion. That was the that is a bizarre football game. I can't wait for the Coach O show yeah. to see. I mean, there was all kinds of things going on there. The Ticats had the ball for 21 minutes 56 seconds of that whole game. We will hear from Coach O on the post-game show. Time now for the Access Storage recap of the game. Score a touchdown with affordable storage. Access Storage has flexible storage solutions at a store near you. Try four weeks free. Details at accessstorage.ca. 315 days since the Tiger Cats won on the road. That's their first road win this season. And let me ask you a question. Game two against the Calgary Stampeders, that heartbreaking loss at home. Remember that feeling? That's erased now after this victory by the Tiger Cats in their third last game of the regular season. Massive win in Calgary, and hey, this season has been really strange the way they've hung around. They've had struggles, but here they are. First back-to-back -back wins this season. Unbelievable. Th this season started off with the Ticats playing great against Calgary and then the, the, the game tumbled away from them and they lost. And then you get to a point in the season where you're only winning if you play excellent, right? Yep. And these last two games, they've won two in a row now where they have not played excellent, but they've gutted out ways to win. It's an entirely different thing. They didn't have that level of maturity or an ability to overcome even self-imposed adversity. They didn't have that ability early in the season. They now they now are, are showing that. They're keeping it together and overcoming some of their mistakes. And I, I just, I gotta, I gotta figure, I, 21 minutes they had the ball. They ran 40 plays compared to Calgary's 68 plays. I mean, this was just entirely lopsided. And yeah, those three turnovers in the first half from Calgary sort of kept them in the mix. But the second half, 
Hamilton had their fair share of turnovers, right? Hamilton had this a fluky special teams play that gave Calgary the ball back. They had a that turnover on downs. That felt like a dagger that would have ended the game, right? Yep. And it's like when Winnipeg came to Tim Hortons Field, Orlando Steinauer says the only people who believed that the Ticats were going to win were in the locker room. That's the only people who thought that was going to happen. After that turnover on downs there where West Hill falls short of that first down deep in Ticat territory, the only people who thought that they had a chance at that were those guys on the sidelines. I mean, they're showing some incredible ability to overcome some hardships. Dane in the first half threw for 30 yards, comes out in the second half and throws for 214. Yeah. I mean, they're really, it was just an impressive and gutsy win. And for the entire franchise, Bob Young and Down, like, couldn't be more happy for, for these guys to go to Calgary and get this win on the on, as they're fighting for playoffs. RJ, think about Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans. Oh, yeah. Watching that Hosting game. the Great Cup. Yeah. Hey, we're going to join Bubba and Andy in the postgame show. 35-32, to 32, the Tiger Cats win in Calgary for the first time since 2004. Tiger Cats postgame with Bubba O'Neill and Andy Fantuz is coming up next for our executive producer, staying up late, Peter McEwen, our technical operator, Michael Steyer, our statistician, Jeff Giordad, and for Luke Tasker, I'm RJ Broadhead. Thanks for listening to Hamilton Tiger Cats football on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats Audio Network.